hello, church family. Well, welcome to another the Sunday Recap Podcast. I'm Jason Smith, sitting oh, with David Wachnicki. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing you, well. You just you were out this weekend. You just got back from a, a short trip. Yeah, yeah, we had a really quick trip. Um, my nephew was being baptized uh, in Arizona, and okay. so uh, we all went out there as a family and got to uh, see him be baptized. Got to worship at a wonderful church. If mm. anybody's ever in the Phoenix mm. area, mm. Uh, Redemption Church North Mountain in Phoenix, that's where they're attending. And uh, uh, yeah, loved the the service. Felt so much like our church. Oh, and nice. So having my <laughs> nephew and his wife, you know, out there, they were here at our church, and then they yeah. then they moved to Arizona. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was just sweet to be a part of that and to see God working really faithfully uh, there in the midst of that body. But it but felt like being being home because their worship is very mm. similar to ours, their preaching, God's word. So it was wonderful. Yeah, nice. yeah. And then you got to... I did. So, so this week you were the one in the pulpit and been looking forward to this message. Yeah. Uh, like we talked about in last week's podcast, it was something that was going to be done a few weeks ago. Yeah. And then God knows what he's doing, right? And he so, does. so it he so does. worked out with... You weren't able to preach that Sunday, but then this this fit perfectly. And so you were in Genesis 22. Yes. Uh, the the very famous, well known story of Abraham and Isaac. Yes. And um, you know, I'm going to ask you the question in just a minute. This is fun for me. I get to be the interviewer uh, this week. You know, what was something that you weren't able to maybe communicate uh, from the message? But I want to start with a question that I think are, a lot of people kind of wonder with this story. Okay. Um, you have this time where God calls upon Abraham to do something, which is offer up his son mm. as a sacrifice. Mm. So let's just be honest with what's happening there. He's asking Abraham to kill his son. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Pastor Jason, what, what do we do with that? God calling upon a father to kill his child. Yeah. How do we think about yeah. that? Was God calling Abraham to, to sin? What do, we, what do we think about this? Yeah, I, you know, I've heard similar things of, 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 hey, this is proof text why God is evil for those who are against God. Yeah. They, they, they try to use this text. And, and it is a, a paganistic thing right. that we see God saying here. The, the thing that we have to remember, it, it, it really starts in the context of verse 1. It said, after these things, God tested Abraham. Yeah. And so the context of the whole story that is a test for Abraham, and so something we have to remember is that, that God is actually not willing, meaning ordaining that, sac that Isaac really be killed. Right. So God mm -hmm. is not going to allow Isaac to be killed yeah. either way. Yeah. This comes to a point of testing Abraham's heart and saying, are you really following through? And of course, God knows the answer. Right. It's, the, the testing doesn't mean God learned something new. Right, sure, He sure. knows this. But he's, he, it's, it's, it's sifting the faith of Abraham and showing his trust, his obedience to God. And so while he may call Abraham to do something, it's not something he's actually allow Abraham to follow through with. Yeah, God existing outside of even time and space like we think Absolutely. about it. And, and from his whole view, his wisdom, right. we, we don't know all things. We are very limited in what we know. We don't have the mind of God. Well, that is a big part of the story, isn't it? Not fully understanding the mind of God, but we looked back. One of the things I appreciate about your message was you tying in and, and saying, listen, we're not going to just take this this passage in isolation and mm. just read it mm. in, in its immediate context just by itself. Because you draw in some things yeah. that the rest of the Bible informs us what is actually yeah. what is actually happening. And, uh, and so just talk a little bit about maybe the importance of that, of, of reading this story, not just in its immediate context, but pulling it back. Because in other passages, like Hebrews, yeah. tell us about how we get a bigger picture of what's happening here. And, and, 
one thing that I really love is, is, and I talk about this as a sermon, not only does you draw from the stuff, but as you look across those scriptures, how much of Christ is actually being pointed out in here. And so Absolutely. It, it, there's so much depth of wonder. But, but as we look at Abraham and, and, and so even talking to a couple of dads yesterday, mm. and they're talking about, man, how hard this passage is to read as a father and probably a mother too. Uh, but but sure. it's the father going to, 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 to sacrifice his son. And, and so when we read um, in Hebrews, what does he say? He says that, that he, he considered that even if he were to kill Isaac as God has called him to, God would raise him from the dead. Why? Yeah. Because God had promised he was going to bless the nations through Isaac. Yes. And so he knew if God has promised that he's going to do this, he's going to keep his word. Yeah. And we, we talked about yesterday that, that growth pattern of, of, uh, oh, yeah. of a- Abraham not trusting God right. and leaning on his own understanding to when he finally gets to the, after the birth of Isaac and the sacrifice. He is no longer leaning on that, but he's actually fully engaging and trusting God, which, mm. which is, it's a walk, right? It's mm-hmm. a thing that takes time, and, uh, and, and it's a good reminder to us. Yeah. Um, you take the Bible in context in the entirety of the Bible. Right, right. You don't right. just read one passage or even one verse. Yeah. We have to take all those things and say, what does the rest of the Bible have to say about this story? How does it help us out or, or this verse? Um, and, and that's really helpful in a story like this. We don't always get that. We don't get we every don't. story being, being informed. But on we this don't. one, it's so critically it important is. It is. to say that. No, we know actually what Abraham was thinking. We know what was going through his heart and mind. Yeah. That trust that was there yeah. in the promises of God. I'm glad you drew that out. You know, um, talking about how early in his life he wasn't a man yeah. who had that kind yeah. of trust or that o- kind of obedience. And, and, I, and I, I think it's important to remember it would still be hard as a dad to carry this out, even, oh, even, even in the trusting of God, right? Even right. going, hey, I think you're going to come back to life. You're still going to, in yeah. his mind, and, and as we talked about yesterday, he was good as dead to him. Like it was the sacrifices had happened because he was obeying God. But to do that would still be very, very hard. Yeah, you know, and, and that, I'm just going to throw this on you. Let's just dialogue about something because yeah. we didn't talk about this. Was, you know, today for us as Christians, you know, I think it's really important for us to be clear. Like Abraham had the explicit, clear, verbal instruction of yes. God to yes. to him, and so, and so he had the promises of God even verbally spoken spoken to him. And I think it's critical for us being pulled away. It's like, well, what is God calling me to? You know, right. kind of thing is right. is he testing me or is he not testing right. me? You know, one of the things that I would caution anybody against is is you know we want to base any of our trust and obedience on God's revealed word, revealed word, right? His word. Yeah. Because it, that's what Abraham was, was going off of. And, yes. uh, and if we do it, you know, the, you hit it so well, you know, trust yeah. and obey. There's and a this song. This is his revealed word for us. Right. We don't have any question what is God yeah. has, has called us to what he wants us to do. And, and it's, it's studying Dave really for the Christian, you have to be in the word. It's not an option. You have to be in the word because it's where we get, it's where we get our knowledge of God. It's how we love God more. Um, and, and so to, to live that life apart from it, you're, it's going to be wandering around. Not only that, I think there's a, I know this is not yesterday's message. There's sometimes people struggle with even, hey, am I even saved? And some of that goes back to, yeah, but are you engaged in the word of God? Yeah. Like that, that, many times takes doubt and helps cast it aside. There's uh, the message I heard um, at the church I was at. One of the things that happens in the book of Revelation, it talks about uh, those who were saved, right? Mm -hmm. And there's this classic verse. I think it's in in chapter 14. I think it's verse 10 of Revelation. But But it identifies the saved as those who followed the Lamb. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so when you're talking about trusting the promises, like promises of God, it's like the question to be asking is, am I going to follow the lamb? Yes. Am I going to follow Jesus? Am I going to follow his word? Abraham. Yes. Followed the word of God, yes. even when he was unsure of, and not in the sense of he knew that God raised him, but what, how it would all unfold, he trusted that the promise was through Isaac. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to follow mm-hmm. the Lord. I'm going to follow the Lord, even though this doesn't compute with me what I'm about to do. Yeah. And I think obedience even today can sometimes look like that. Like I think about somebody who, you know, God calls us to obey in our job, you know, not to lie in a situation. I know somebody, you know, um, recently you told me that they were confronted with somebody embezzling money within their company and they confronted the, you know, the individual and they asked him to kind of cover it up and they said, I can't do that. And so they left their job. Mm. Now, it's trust and obey. Like, yes. I don't know how God's going to provide, but I'm yeah. not going to capitulate with what God has called me, yeah. you know, to, to do here. And, uh, and that, that one step at a time, I didn't get time to share this yesterday. Yeah. This, this is how I got, actually became a worship pastor mm-hmm. is um, I was not working in the ministry. I actually had no desire to go into ministry. Not that I was opposed to it. It just wasn't on my radar. And, and I was at a, a church, um, and, and they, I knew that I needed to get involved and serve. Yeah. And one Sunday, they passed a card around uh, in the bulletin saying, hey, here's the areas that we need people to serve in. Yeah. And so I, I, I checked the box that I thought was the least threatening, which was children's ministry. <laughs> and uh, so I began teaching on Sundays in Sundays uh, for, for that. But, but they found out that I played music. Sure. And so they said, hey, can you lead some songs for the kids? Well, I started doing that. And then, and then the middle school pastor, he found out, hey, I was doing music for there. And so then he had asked me, hey, will you start complaining songs? Mm-hmm. for here. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept, as I'm following God, just living out my life, he kept making these doors and these paths where I would kept getting involved in more and more ministry until finally, I and mean, the story has a whole lot more to it, but finally here I am today and all that was. And so for people who say, I don't know what I want, God wants me to do for my life, don't sit around and wait. Right. Wherever you are, even if it's your church, get in and serve. Get busy doing the things of God, what he has for you, and he will direct your path. He will. You know, this is interesting. We talk as a church about like our mission, right? We exist to glorify God by being and making disciples of Jesus. And years ago, we said, let's define like what are disciples of Jesus engaged Mm -hmm. in? Mm -hmm. Gather, grow, give, and go. And you, looking to be a disciple of Jesus, you did the give part. You said, I, I said, uh, there's a need for service. So I'm yeah. going to give of my yeah. musical abilities just because you were looking to be faithful. Like that's yes. what disciples do. They yeah. give, they serve. You had that yeah. concept. You didn't know where it would lead. And this no. is where, but you took that step of you were doing the things that a follower of Jesus is called to do. Yes. You weren't sacrificing your son, but, but you were no. just like, God calls me to serve. I need to give. That's what disi- yes. disciples give. And, and God has grown and, and brought you it here really to this place. really is just following him faithfully one step at a time. And yeah. when we're not faithful, looking to his grace, who, who right. he yes. still leads us. Which He's I think done. that was a wonderful part of that, bringing that back in. The grace is there yeah. for us um, yeah. you know, because we need it. Was there anything that stood out to you that you kind of didn't get to hit on in the message? You know, so any kind of like additional notes or something well, like that? Well, and we covered many of that. I'd say one thing is I, I saw someone say that this text, uh, Isaac doesn't point to Christ, only the ram would point to Christ. And, oh, yeah. and, and here's, here's what I want to say about that. I'm not going to disagree that the ram points to Christ. Okay, because he is a, he's a, this is actually the first place in the Bible that we come across where we have a sacrificial atonement taking place that we can see a picture of it, right? Right, right. So we, so we have that, but the whole sum of scriptures is 
pointing to Christ. Yeah, yeah. And so even Abraham himself, in his trust and obedience, he's pointing to Christ, that Christ is the greater one who trusts and obeys, that we have, we, that we have redemption through Christ because he trusts and obeyed the Father, right? Yes. So yes, the ram can point us to Christ, but even Isaac, Isaac points point us to Christ. So all of scriptures, you read it, um, God, I'm t- I believe really wholeheartedly, is the greatest storyteller. He yeah. really is, and things are hidden throughout everywhere. And, 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 and that, whole, that saying that's in Proverbs, it's, 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 it's gold. You're digging for that gold. Yeah. Uh, there's so much treasure to be found in here. Well, there's just one offhanded comment that the author of Hebrews writes in that Abraham trusting that God would raise his son yes. even from the dead. Where we're at in Genesis, nobody's been raised from nobody's the dead yet at this point, dead. right? <laughs> right. And yet somehow this man in this ancient time period still had, yes. I mean, you think about that. Yeah. No one has, we've got no examples. The prophets haven't happened. Nobody's raised any yeah. widow's sons from the dead. Nothing like that has yes. happened. And nothing, nothing happened for, you know, 2,000 more years at least that we know of. Isn't that incredible? It's and, incredible. And that, that it's he, amazing. That they had that. It's amazing. You know, talking about all the Bible being tied together during communion, you, you address this. And mm. I thought maybe mm. for those that maybe missed it or didn't kind of fully see it, you know, as we've been going through Luke, I've been trying to tie in the, ge- the geography, yes. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the historicity, again, yes. is our favorite yes. word, <laughs> of this place. You mentioned something at communion again about where the sacrifice took place and why yeah. it's significant for the rest yeah. of the scriptures. Talk about that one like, more time. Again, the great story. So, so when I say storyteller too, it's not that he looks at the story and then just tells it to us. He's writing the story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, and it's all true. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's mind-boggling. It, the place that, that God calls Abraham to, 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 that Abraham would come and, and, and he says, hey, I want you to sacrifice your son here. Yeah. And God's, all his master plan would be one day the place that David would come. Right. Build an altar and make sacrifices to God. Yep. And then even later would be the place that Solomon comes and builds the temple. Yes. Yes. And, and there's, there's more worship and sacrifices. And all these sacrifices, mm-hmm. all of them pointing to one great sacrifice that would yeah. happen right outside of the temple, right outside the city gates, when the final sacrifice, Christ Jesus, takes place. It's it's brilliant. It, you know, centralizing all of it, tying it to that location. I mean, it's just, it is. It's a powerful, powerful example of God sovereignly working all, all things. Yes. I, those, those kind of things that you drew out there, that to me is God just showing off. No, it, it is. It, for his glory, being like, I can so orchestrate everything. And Dave, it's not just, okay, God did that in the Old Testament. God did that. He's still orchestrating all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Today, in my life, your life, all of our lives, like it, he's, he doesn't, he's not a hands-off God. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, because, and then think about it. When that final sacrifice is made on Mount Moriah, yes. when, it, when Jesus finally comes and he yes. gives his life, the promise to Abraham has been fulfilled. It has. Through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed through one of your sons. Yes. Eventually, one of Abraham's sons was sacrificed. Yes. But, but not just to test Abraham's faith. Yes. You know, to satisfy the, the wrath of God and, and to atone for our sins. And yeah. so, no, it's incredible. Yeah, it's so, so, so beautiful. So, oh, yes. You know, I mean, uh, it's one of the reasons why we praise and thank God, right? Yes. You know, and yes. uh, talk about a, a, a transition here. We are in Thanksgiving uh, we week. Are. And, we are. And uh, we give thanks to God for, for Christ, for the work that, that He has done, and uh, for stories like this that point us forward um, in that. So, Thanksgiving's coming. We, you know, we talked about things that we're thankful for in, in the past, but uh, just as kind of a fun uh, way to wrap yeah. it up today. Uh, there's the traditional Thanksgiving meal yep, uh, yep, that, yep, that, yep. that happens. Um, I was with a group of, uh, uh, I think it was 
two weeks ago. I was with uh, a number of people that, uh, churches that, that have missions, and they were, one of the missionaries that was there talking about, um, she was in India, and they wanted to do Thanksgiving. The people in India, they're like, oh, would you please do us an American meal? Would you do us a genuine Thanksgiving meal? So she literally, she said, she said, I had to work for a month to get all the ingredients, mm. cranberries, turkey, everything into India to do this for my friends. And, uh, and then she did the meal. And they're like, eh. <laughs> it's not, not, it looks, it looks, oh, they had man. seen the pictures oh, and so it looked better in the pictures. So uh, I like the Thanksgiving dinner. Me um, too. So Me what, too. What, what is your, what is your go-to? What's the thing you love to have on Thanksgiving day? What's the thing that you could push to the side and say, don't really, uh, wouldn't need that as part of my Thanksgiving. Cranberries I can push to the side. <laughs> just, <laughs> We don't even need it. It doesn't even it's need funny. to be some on. People, some people are passionate cranberry no, people. No, they are. And I have some, my family likes cranberries, yeah, sure. and I yeah. totally disagree with them. Okay. I allow them to be wrong. <laughs> uh, no, um, it's funny because with uh, my diet, there's many things I can't yeah, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, in the past, my favorites have been, and if I can ever find a recipe that allows me to eat these things, uh, broccoli, rice, cheese, casserole. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is a, yeah. Sweet potato casserole. Yes. Like, taste, it's just, yeah. when are the times you could eat dessert I while know. you're eating I, a meal? <laughs> when you're looking at a sweet potato casserole, you know, if you do, some it's people candy. do different, you know, they put the marshmallows and other things on it at times. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, and then the third thing I'm going to say is growing up, we always have fruit salad and, and fruit salad. My wife yes. and I go back and forth about this. So, big, big so fruit salad um, has to have uh, whipped cream in it because that acts as the salad dressing. dressing. So otherwise, it's just fruit medley. Yes. And so, so I so, mean the real fruit salad with, with whipped cream, sugar, and all mixed oh, in. That is so good. So basically, again, making a dessert out of out Making of dessert. Yeah, yeah. How about you? You know, uh, I... Um, I actually, I like turkey. Um, not everybody yeah. likes it if it's cooked well. You know, don't yeah, like yeah, it too yeah. dry. I actually like the dark meat. Yeah. Uh, yeah one yeah. of my go-tos, I mean, since I was a kid, I remember this, um, the sweet potatoes. Uh, my mom would do it without the marshmallows. It would okay. just be like in a, yeah. in a brown sugar glaze. Yeah. You know, yeah. all together. So, like, you get the sweet potatoes, and you get the turkey, and you pour the glaze on the turkey. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, so I love it. I love a good Thanksgiving meal. You know, I, I'm... I'm with you, you know, people will bring just like a, a salad, mm -hmm. you know, um, my family's done a, a seven layer salad okay. thing, which, yeah. uh, which is, which is good, but I'm looking at all the other stuff <laughs> and I'm just like, why, you yes. know, why waste the, why waste the energy yeah. on, the, on the, on the greenery when you can have that. We do a, a, a this, uh, green bean casserole with like, oh, uh, like the, yes. like the onions on it. So, yeah, so we're salivating. It's a little bit before lunchtime. Yes. But yeah, so those are the things. I mean, we are blessed, are we not? I yes. mean, that we can uh, have those experiences and enjoy that good, goodness. Do you skip breakfast and stuff on Thanksgiving? Yeah, no, I'm going to be yeah, totally honest. Yeah, I do. I uh, do a little Save fasting. Some room fasting for the food. In the morning. You got you to space it, too. Also, like, yeah. uh, we do, like, Martinelli's, you know, like, that would be, be a thing. I've I've stopped doing the Martinelli because, again, just like, I want to leave, you know, I don't yes. want to fill the stomach up. Yeah, you know, leave room for the, the good stuff. Yeah, with the gases and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that sick that we're like thinking about like, you know, how can we, how can we adjust? Although I will say as I've gotten older, I'm like, I enjoy the meal as is. I don't try and like stuff myself, yeah. you know, no, no. and yep. uh, when I was, yep. yeah, when I didn't have to worry about right. our food when Just I was younger. Going, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thing with rolls. So like I don't typically have a roll. Some yeah. of my family members, they love the rolls, yeah. but I'm like, I'm like, I want to... Gotta gotta yeah. space it out. So yeah. yeah. Well, 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 what a great uh, great Sunday uh, had by you guys. Yeah. We enjoyed where we yeah. were able to worship uh, this week. We're gonna be back. 
in the, the Gospel of Luke. Yeah, looking and forward to looking it. Looking forward to that as we're now heading towards the, the Christmas season. Yes. It'll be after Thanksgiving, but uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Perfect. Well, great. Well, great. Thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for asking the questions No, today. thank you for, for bringing the word so faithfully and uh, look forward to being with everybody yep. on Sunday. All right, we'll see you next time.